Welcome to Big Fish. Okay, peeps. <laughs> this is the Big Fish. <laughs> this is the Big Fish show. That reminds me. Oh man, that reminds me of. You ever see that Shiggy gif when he's dancing, and it's like <laughs> stem making fun of him and. Like dance, nigga, dance. You never seen. You don't have to edit that out. But. No, here's the thing, though. We're gonna say it because you'll explain it, but I won't know until I see the image. So when we do this, I'll like cut it so it goes to like you know the shiki dance. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. All right, YouTuber, feel yeah. me? Because when you were talking about what you call it, crying, I didn't know until my cousin sent me, and I was like, oh, that's what she was talking about. <laughs> It's actually not funny because he explained while he was cry- like why he was crying. He's like, you know, we lost Whitney, obviously, so I was emotional. But he, I think he had lost somebody too, so he was like actually crying. Oh wow! And everybody thought it was funny. And now it's a meme. <laughs> now your pain is our is our meme. Yikes! But welcome to Big Fish. Welcome. <laughs> do, 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 do. I guess that's. I'm Carmen J. And I'm Maya. And today, we are talking about. How Gen Z culture is basically back black culture, and y'all are really taking our stuff. Yeah, and it's mad annoying. It is super annoying. It's an interesting perspective because we are Gen Z. Gen Z, yeah. <laughs> like, but also, I guess something to think about as we're talking is just like this classification of generations is really a Western thing. So, like, what, is, what does that mean internationally for, like, Gen Z culture to be Black culture when they don't really, a lot of countries don't identify generations like we do? Really? So, I actually did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that was somebody, a Western thing. Yeah, somebody pointed that out to me, and I was like, So they're you know all what? just one generation? Well, I don't think that they, I don't think that it's, it's not one generation at all, but I just don't think that they think of it that way. Like, I, I think it's like, we really... In, are into labels and like classifying things and, and it really was created the the names were really created to determine change of thought processes mm-hmm. and like the way that our outlooks on life were different as generations got older or younger however you want to look at it and i think that other countries are cognizant of that but i don't think that they label it like generation z like millennial like i don't think it's a thing like that over there and by over there i mean everywhere but <laughs> <laughs> where there's no like over I'm there not, yeah i'm not being specific. any place that's not <laughs> any place that's not here but yeah i'm excited to talk about this topic yeah me too me too so let's just splash right into it um so what so we talked about like being gen z and black and how like basically our whole generation, non-blacks, blacks like all use our vernacular. How that like dynamic, how does that make you feel? It's interesting because I haven't, I never noticed it until recently. So that is a good question. I think that it's a good point. It's just, I didn't notice it until somebody asked me who is a generation z or she's younger than me and she's not black but she's a person of color and she asked me she said does it bother you that i say like sis and like t and like etc and at the time i never thought about it so i was like no i don't think it bothers me um 
but like <laughs> looking back on it it's just like you are coming into spaces using my vernacular vernacular and appropriating the way that black people speak in spaces that i'd probably wouldn't get reprimanded for yeah like using that slang in front of clients or like using that slang in a business meeting um any using that slang with anybody that isn't black essentially Literally. <laughs> like um well, go ahead no and i was gonna say i think that's the most jarring part is like in the especially in like the workspace we would not use that language so when yeah. when they use it towards us it's just like i don't know what to do because even if this was a regular situation i felt comfortable with you i still wouldn't use yeah that language um but i'm glad you brought that up yeah it's just like being around it's really something i haven't noticed till recently and as you can see i'm still trying to like put my mind around how i handle it or how i should handle it or like what is appropriate to say something to somebody that's using aave and for those who don't know aave stands for african-american vernacular english um and you'll probably hear us say A-A-V-E a lot throughout this episode. So just I've been you know. saying Av. Oh, oh, oh. oh. So um, if you hear me say Av, that's what I mean. That's what she's referring to. A-A-V-E um, or Av, as Carmen says. Like, I really haven't noticed it till recently. Like, I've had, I've been in a situation where I was around a, a bunch of white women and it was me and my friend Jenny, who is black, around a bunch of white women. And a white girl called me sis and I didn't even notice it. Mm. like I didn't even notice it like they noticed it and brought it up to her later but I didn't even notice which I don't I don't think it's a good thing like I'm not saying it like oh yeah yeah Yeah, no no no. I think I'm also just so used to like white people appropriating our language because I've always went to predominantly white institution like I've been going to an all-white school since like I was a teenager where like 14 year old white girls were calling me nigga and I was like yes (laughs) like you rang yikes but do you feel like with um non-black people using it now and it being so popular do you feel like there was almost like a wave like like especially with quarantine and everyone looking to tiktok and all these black tiktokers getting famous and all these white tiktokers stealing that and making it their own do you feel like it's been amplified this year because i feel like when i was in college no one was talking to me like that like right at least not to like not yeah no one was calling me sis in college no one was calling me hey queen i mean they probably would say queen but it was not like some it wasn't like a hey queen they would literally say like you are a queen like as a compliment right um so do you feel like there's been like a wave during quarantine or even like this year with the vernacular so i think that we have noticed an increase of it this year but i would say that it existed prior to this year but just differently like code switching like I, I i don't know if you've experienced it but like i have seen white people put on their black scent as soon as they started talking to a nigga like i've seen it i've seen it happen i want to say her name I, I, i'm gonna say her name because i know she's not gonna mind i've seen it happen to lisa like uh, i've seen it and when they see, is, they see Lisa and feel like, thank you, thank you. So let me, so let me, let me elaborate for the people who don't know. <laughs> they see her and feel like they have to put on a vaccine. So for the people who don't know Lisa, you, Lisa. that's a lot of you who don't know Lisa. <laughs> pretty much everyone. Yeah, pretty much everybody who doesn't know Lisa. Uh, how can I articulate this? So in terms of blackness, Lisa is more likely 
to be accepted by white folks because white folks wouldn't deem Lisa as like ghetto or like too black or a white black girl like putting that in quotes for the people who are listening can't see me um so it's interesting that they would pick Lisa to do that with that particular person and never me that person never did that to me but he would literally see Lisa and like have a regular conversation with white man Pat here talking regularly see Lisa hey girl (laughs) how you doing sis (laughs) And this is why I never left my dorm room unless it was for class or a club. <laughs> and I was like, like <laughs> it Ew. just shocked me. So I think that it existed prior to this year. Just Definitely. Differently. I have a, yeah. I can't say that. I have somebody that I work with closely that <laughs> I was going to say a coworker. <laughs> I instead said I have somebody that I work with closely um, <laughs> who does that to me. Like he puts on a black scent um, every time he talks to me. And it's not as much now because we're not, you know, we're all working Work, remotely. Remote, yeah. Um, but yeah, it used to be like, so, <laughs> but everybody else says, hello, how are you? <laughs> so am I, so. <laughs> and I'm just like, hello, how are you doing today? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's more of like, like, I don't know if they feel like they need to switch for us to feel comfortable or they want to, or we're cool. So let's put on what we think is cool. So they think right. cool. Right. I don't know what it is, but yes, as of late, it has made me very uncomfortable. And I, I don't think I've, I don't think I put myself in spaces for people to do that to you? do that to me. Yeah, I would like to think that I don't, but it's just like, I, my whole thing is white people are everywhere. And not even just white people, non-black people, especially depending on your career, you might find yourself often being the only black person in the room. Um, True. And somebody somewhere just like might say something that they're not supposed to say. <laughs> like, I just feel like that is inevitable. Um, and I feel like some people are going to experience it more than others, but it definitely is gonna happen at some point i don't wish it on nobody because it's awkward it's awkward that's what it is yeah like and it's not even yes i'm uncomfortable but i'm it's awkward because you look stupid right like i get secondhand embarrassment so i'm embarrassed because you're embarrassing yourself (laughs) like like, i am embarrassed because you sound dumb as hell that's why i'm embarrassed (laughs) like because you think you're doing something for me and you right really- like you really feel like you're creating this space where like but no like it's yeah oh, it's gotten God. to the point where i like don't try i try not to even i speak properly i put that in quotes because right. properly but right. i speak properly like with my friends like i don't call them i do not call them sis i do not say hey, right. hey queen and i feel like i haven't even said that i've never really <laughs> said that before but like now i purposely would not be like tea like i just i don't know i i just don't period my whole thing and i agree with you because i noticed that i do the same thing and i don't i don't think that i i purposefully don't speak quote-unquote proper and again like carmen said what the hell is proper that's just white people policing the way we talk and our grammar usage whatever um but i purposely don't because um that's just not how I talk. I uh, like it's different if I'm like in a client meeting. Like obviously I'm going to be as quote unquote professional as possible. Um, 
But in other other settings, I try not to police what I say because I feel like that gives non-Black folks and white folks more power about like our vernacular. However, I do find myself not wanting to ever say nigga around non-Black people. And that yeah. includes white people. Because in my head, it gives them some unwritten permission to say it back to me. And mm-hmm. I don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. Like, that's just a conversation I don't want to have. And it sucks because it's like, I'm not saying like, why can't I say nigga all the time? Like, I don't, that's not what I mean when I say it sucks. Like, <laughs> like I just want to say it so bad. I just, I'm going to combust. Like, no, like, it just looks like you have to like police yourself. Protect your, pro- not even police yourself, but like protect yourself because you're not trying to blur any lines. Like, right. you know what I mean? And some things have to, clearly some things of ours have to be protected because right. they feel like it's free for all. Right. So Before I think we- it's okay. Before we get like deep into the the conversation, because I feel like we kind of jumped, we jumped head first. We just had examples. Um, before we get deeper into the conversation, I kind of want us to like define the parts of Gen Z culture that we know or think is Black culture. Because I feel like Gen Z culture is like, first of all, culture in general is just so big. That includes yeah. like, traditions, that includes languages, that includes like unspoken um, social norms, like culture is just so broad i want to like specifically label like call out things that we know is black culture within gen z quote-unquote culture like does gen z even have fucking culture because i would argue that it's not gen z culture it's just black culture like your generation is just taking black culture (laughs) no literally um so i sort of like kind of want to define that a little bit more Mm -hmm. so like one thing that i will never get over and i stayed off of this app because of this is like white tiktokers going viral based off of like black creator shit so that includes like the the sounds like i don't just mean the dances that like they're performing but like obviously the dances that they're performing like the sounds that they're reusing like the, the weird trends that go viral that have nothing to do with dancing that go viral on tiktok like all of that that was the main reason why I never use the app. I started recently and it's really addicting and I'm really upset that I'm like really into this app. But that was like the main reason why I wasn't on it. Yeah. And also like the complaints about the algorithm. Also true. Also, yes, so true. Still true to this day. Like the algorithm did not change. Right. Um, but, but, but you said have- it. Like I agree with everything you said as far as like what exactly is Gen Z taking from us and it's everything it's it's i mean and and i feel like i'm using gen z but when i when i say gen z i mean the gen z people who are not black right and it like it's it is the dances it is the the language it's right. the the sound bites that we that have been you mm. know the child who child chile that, mm-hmm. that they just changed it into like it, it it's pretty much everything i can't name one thing that's gen z that's not tied back to black culture right maybe the no with the heart but i feel like if you were to really do some digging it probably has something to do (laughs) i feel like if you go back far enough (laughs) if you really do use your googles it has something to do with us so how do you feel about digital blackface could you explain that a little like like people using yes so that's that's good i'll explain it um because i'm sure there's somebody who might not know what it is so digital blackface has been defined as like using 
black people as memes like the memes that you're posting the gifts that you're posting when you yourself are not black so like using a black person a black person's gif to describe your emotions like how you would use any gif or how you use any meme like to describe your emotions and you're not a black person and i don't think that that's specific to gen z but it is very popular now um and i don't think that it's specific to gen z but it's an interesting topic to discuss oh wow again i live on black twitter so (laughs) i don't i cannot tell you a time i've seen a white person use would you say something if you saw what would you think if you saw it would would you say something honestly the way i be scrolling on twitter i probably would have just scrolled past it like i don't Mm -hmm. think it would have made me stop in my tracks unless it was someone that i like unless i saw the username it was just highly confused by it you know what i mean right um like I just posted, like I just posted a GIF when we're talking about like how I would shoot behind Kenny, LOL. Right. But I posted like one of them black oh. people holding up a gun. But if I, so, if I would have saw, if I would have saw, I love that, gun. That, that probably would have threw me off. <gasps> oh God, honestly. Um, but I don't know if it, I don't know if I'd be like take it down. Right. I think it would throw me off though. Right. That is so interesting. I don't know if I would say something. Like I don't know if I think it would take me a minute to realize and process what they're doing is like wrong and why is it wrong like you're using like what people typically do is like when they want to convey an attitude they're using black women because they're sassy and it just perpetuates Mm. these like stereotypes about us um yeah and it would take me a minute to get there that's my point like it would take me a minute to like have that process and be like wrong like do that (laughs) so like i don't know if off the rip I would say anything either. exactly like, it would take me a minute but that's something that has been talked about with this culture I don't know if it's like originated in this culture like Gen Z culture when I say this culture I mean Gen Z but it has been talked about and then another thing is like taking black folks aesthetics specifically folks like Billie Eilish mm. and Gen Z loves Billie Eilish they really do to this day <laughs> I when it comes to when it comes to Billy, like I cannot tell you a song. Like the, when you seen that on TikTok where they be like, sing Nick Cannon or I'ma shoot you and like pick up and kill it. And kill it. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. That'll count. That'll count. <laughs> That's how I am with Billy. I'm just like I've listened to her hair? music and I don't wanna turn I don't wanna make it seem like we hate on Billy Eilish, but I just that ass don't know who she is. I listened to a few songs. <laughs> um because somebody who's a non-black gen z asked me like i was like oh my god you don't know who that is like let's listen to this this is her most popular song i don't get the hype i heard she was a cheerleader and that was like oh like she was a competitive cheerleader saw that on twitter and that's what caught your eye carver yeah because you know (laughs) oh that's cute on brand you know i feel like that, that was cute I, that's I all, like I when it comes to Billy, all I know is that she said she don't like how black people be using mm-hmm. hip hop, even though she basically appropriates everything that her is her whole aesthetic is hip hop. Yes. The baggy clothing, like the long nails, like yes. the, the colors that she uses, like that is all black people. And I and feel like oh go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I feel like I feel like when it comes to aesthetics, um, it, it, it's up for interpretation. 
because she has mm-hmm. this like gothic thing going on too so okay mix and play around but i think right. when she, she crossed the line when she tried to critique mm-hmm. and what you really should be doing is saying thank you mm-hmm. like you should be saying like they are the, like everything that i'm doing is rooted in this and i appreciate the culture for this and to see some like action behind that would be nice and right. i think like i said like it's like you know take what you need to take like take not take but like if you're going to create a vibe and an aesthetic um like cite us right at us i don't know and like the whole thing about that is like i don't gotta tell you and i probably don't have to tell the people that are listening either but if i if i was to dress like that i'd get reprimanded yeah like and we've seen we've seen black men dress like, like that and get reprimanded like i don't know if you remember but like do you remember around when alan iverson was really popping and they banned wearing baggy clothes mm-hmm. and do rags and they had mm-hmm. then that's when they like made that whole everybody the has suits. To wear suits yep, yep like <laughs> grown-ass men <laughs> were being told what to wear yes that's a, that's annoying or that's being told not annoying. to wear that's, what you're th- like wearing yeah. That's like some slave stuff mentality right there. So that that whole like in the critiquing the culture that you are profiting off of gets to my nerves. We talked about this in a past episode, but like yeah. Post Malone did it, Miley Cyrus did it after her like Mike Will made it album. And um, I'm just like, what's the people? The, I'm gonna pump up some tags. Oh, Macklemore, and they got twenty dollars in my pocket. I I like what they did it. Did they? Eminem. They're gonna come for me. All right, all right, all right. They all did. You name it. To, you name it to me about like. <laughs> I changed subject. Till literally, like one and six in Park age, I thought Robin Thicke was black. Like until I like saw him on one and six in Park one day, and he was singing oh, absolutely. Song, I was like, who is this white man, and why is he singing this black man song? Like. I thought Robin Thicke was black. I thought Sam Smith was black. But like now it's like, how could you think he was black? But like just the soul and his soul. music. I was like, this is a white man. A white <laughs> man. Yeah. And um, I did not know the Bee Gees were white either. Wait. Carmen. <laughs> this is news. The ha, 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 ha. Stay in the lab. They're white. They are <sighs> white australians like they're australian i'm pretty sure i could have made that last part up but they are white. they're white that is for sure they are white this is like wow this is they new. are your shirt your beats cord like my wall they are white how did they make that song <laughs> how do they do what they do wow while this being white to me this is news to me y'all wow not carmen just finding i was news. today years old <laughs> Carmen's like, people are gonna drag me for this but i really you know huh, huh, I Carmen, really we all know yes <laughs> she said you know yes you, y'all know <sighs> yes Ooh. they are white men but my point is like I, it, it irks my soul when white people have the nerve to critique reasons why they, why they are here um and that's not to say that you can't critique systems that need critiquing because like hip-hop there are a lot of things that are wrong with hip-hop but y'all shouldn't be the ones critiquing it but also black people have been critiquing it black women have been critiquing it like just serve as the echo and not the voice like 
like it's not your place <laughs> like it's not your place like and 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 like really know the positionality of how you look as a white person critiquing black culture one and then critiquing black culture that you're utilizing yes to make money and I you think make we a talked lot of this, money we, we talked about this in another another episode i think i had we, i was in something and someone was like yeah fj cole after he was um yep we talked about that in another episode yep after the no name thing yeah and i was like oh you thought you meant something <laughs> you thought your opinion mattered i was like are you can you say that yeah yeah can you can you say that <laughs> like it almost i heard me like because <laughs> in my in my negro club we did not we didn't that wasn't something that you know was a hard judgment we haven't right. discussed that yet in my twitter room and here you go hopping in we're not even gonna get into that right now but that oh and another person we're kind of going down a rabbit hole of naming white people that take black culture but this is good this is good i didn't know why people hated iggy zelia till today till today i mean by today i mean like two weeks ago i mean what she do it's the whole like the obvious the whole like she's white and did the black scent thing I thought that's how yeah, she talked because I've never been to Australia, so I was just like, oh. I thought that's how she talked to you. <laughs> We're laughing right now because just like at this point, it's like <laughs> not us thinking that's the authentic Australian. No, we, I really thought I really thought that was like really thought that was it. She was being true to this, not new to this. Oh God, please, no, <laughs> it's not. And then that one free. Do you remember that one freestyle where she wasn't really saying words? She was like, bat, 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 bat. "Yes." <laughs> well, I guess the whole um, "I'm your master, runaway slave" thing rubbed people the wrong way. She said that. Yeah, something like that. Um, but the main, the main reason I'm bringing her up is the black scent thing, and I just. I'm so not immune to it, but I'm so used to it. Yeah. Like, I can't even. No, nah, I can't even tell. But it's just like okay. But I think the I think what frustrates me is like when it's time to pull up, they don't pull up. And mm-hmm. I think I had a moment on Instagram where I was just like, really, I start. I just unfollowed all the all the white people who really just haven't showed up, and right. it, it, I unfollowed at least like fifty people. Right. Because I was just like. At some point, I'm being complacent, and you're complacency. So right. I made a post where I was just like, "Y'all are so cool with doing our dances, singing our songs, ah ah ah." But when it actually comes time to pull up, or when it actually comes time to like change lives, y'all really just wanted to keep shucking and jiving for y'all, right? Like, and that's that is what really just grinds my gears. Like, so that was gonna be one of my questions. Like, how do you handle black? Or how do you handle people that are, like, for Black culture but not for Black people? And, like, what does that look like? I don't know if I've had to have those conversations yet. And that's not to say because folks aren't engaging in Black culture around me. It's just, like, I'm tired. Yes. I don't, like, if I'd have to talk about folks stealing Black culture and not uplifting black people i'm critiquing damn near everybody yes like 
and and like you said it gets exhausting like we're we're actually we're actually fighting for our lives like we're actually surviving for our lives so for us to go tit for tat for why you shouldn't be saying reinventing the woe every five seconds it's it's a little tedious it's just some things y'all should know yikes so what if and i'm not trying to put this person on blast i'm not going to say who they are but i know that they're going to know that i'm talking about them and i'm not trying to put them on blast like i'm asking a genuine question am i is it i don't know you might is it acceptable for folks to make up alterations of aave to you like the chile yes but purposely like purposely make alterations so being like i don't want to appropriate aave so instead of saying child i'm purposely going to say chile Chile. is that appropriate because somebody has done that to me no it's just not (laughs) just don't use it like just don't like i don't we're not about to teach you how to (laughs) no just do not use it and i also think like i also think like our language is it's our language. So I, there was a trend on TikTok where these white girls would translate like New York black slang because we all know that like there, there's overall yeah. black, but there's there's different, you know, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different cities have different words for different and things. And so she was literally like decoding, translating like New York slang for white people. And like when I see stuff like that, not only do I think that's like dangerous, and I only say dangerous because, like, we're clearly we clearly have to use our own language so that way we could like communicate with each other without you all right knowing. Like, there right. there's a reason why we talk the way we talk. Right. Like, it's not it's not because we're ignorant. Right. Like, right. Right. It, none of that. Like, there there is there Ooh. is culture behind it. Like, I feel like people should take like African American vernacular as a language. Like, it is. And and it's not something for you to take. It's not something for you. It's not it's not really a class you can take. It's something that you're born into, something that you're you've been brought up and like raised in. Right. So I don't think one, you shouldn't use it. And two, you cannot change it. Like that's not how that works. That's literally yeah. not how that works. I have somebody doing that. I have somebody that does that. And I don't know if that's a battle worth fighting um or not. But it don't, it feels like that's not how that's supposed to work. Like, if I'm telling you, like, if I'm like, don't say nigga, you don't, oh, I'm going to say niger then. (laughs) You can't just switch. (laughs) Or nizzle. No. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Or ninja. Do you remember that? Do you remember ninja? What's up, my ninja? No. (laughs) People never did that? I I remember that. But I, yeah, it was just. Oh, my God. The answer is no, and it's not with the heart. (laughs) The answer is no. No, with, with a, a period. <laughs> no, with a period. Y'all know that little fist look. That's what it is. <laughs> oh God, the answer is no with a fist. Dang, now I gotta go tell him to stop saying that, huh? I okay, so I I do the Chile, but that's something I do amongst my friends because we're making fun of y'all. Or I'll say, oh yeah, it, that's only different. to my friends. Like it's not like it's not acceptable y'all right it's not acceptable and that's different like us making black people making fun of white people is different than white people making fun of black people i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry that's just not it's not the same yeah it's not it's not the same (laughs) and i'm so sorry that that's i'm not sorry i'm not sorry that this is how it is but that's literally that's how it is (laughs) (laughs) it is just the unwritten rules 
of society. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just how it works. Y'all shouldn't have enslaved people, and it might have been different. I don't know. But, like, that's just how it is. And also, like, we're not even going to get into who's racist and why they're, you know, racist and all that shit. Like, if black people are actually racist, whatever. But I say that to say, um, I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Like, if they can change it, it's not, it's not acceptable for them to... Oh, oh yeah, that, it's just not acceptable for for them to alter AAVE so it's acceptable for them to use it. Like, just stop. <laughs> like, was just, it in Malibu when he was like, he was like, just be yourself, just be you. <laughs> I is me. <laughs> That's another thing that I've noticed. Speaking of a different form of um, not me getting comfortable... <laughs> ah um no that's another thing that i've noticed like not just like specific aave vocab but like aave also has its own grammar Mm -hmm. um so i've been around people that have like purposely i don't i'm putting that in question marks used improper grammar oh because you don't know if it was on purpose or not yeah i don't know but they'd be like i'd be chilling but they're not black and that's like that is aave like that is that is yeah because in school, when we wrote that as children, best believe <laughs> we got points off. Yeah. So, like, I've, I've had people really be like, big. I be or I is or like, and I'm just like, yes. All of it makes us uncomfortable. I just want to put that up. If y'all had, if y'all needed a takeaway from this, it makes us uncomfortable. And just stop. Just talk the way you talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> but what's interesting to me is like, I'm not even going to get into it because I feel like folks are going to then know who the hell I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about anybody specific, I promise. No, because so many people do this. Because so many people do it. It's really not. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is not shots at, please know, this is not shots at anybody. Like, so many people do it. But if the shoe fits. But I, I feel like we also have to call out or, like, do a caveat on the fact of, like, a lot of these words that we're talking about actually come from queer communities also Uh, so it is that intersectionality of like queer communities of color can use it um but can non-black queer folks use it could Mm. non-black folks use it like it is that caveat also um so i think that's important to keep in mind when we're talking about like um the guidelines of who can say certain things Mm. um the caveat of who may because there are a lot of like queer vernacular that black cis hetero women use black women use even though it's aave and they're homophobic so like a lot of homophobic cis het women saying like cis t like all of that is queer vernacular yeah um so that also goes out to y'all like like doing the research understanding what the hell is happening um, and where these words are coming from. And it all like it's also kind of strange that we are quick to use words that we don't even know what they mean. Meaning yes. That's my thing. So many people are quick to use these words without Googles. Yeah, like, like I remember that should, that should really bother people. Yeah. Like you shouldn't just be same or, with, same oh, with people who like to um magical fingers in the in the you know, oh, people who like the to like, kinds. yes, people yeah, who just yeah, like to do it because it's cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
you will die behind that in places. Do you understand? I didn't know what Carmen was doing, yo. You know the sign language yeah. and stuff. Stop. <laughs> she said the magical fingers. Because they be doing, they be really going they be off. Going off. I'm like, I know you threw up a set in there, like by accident. It's somewhere. <laughs> like somewhere. But it's just so interesting because like I had a couple of friends um using the word sus in um professional settings and i was like i want you to know that like sus in certain communities and certain black communities is like a homophobic term because it's like you are sus like there's some inkling that you might be gay which is homophobic like like, it's not okay to say um because like the black black men have said that like you're right and meant it in that way yes Um, so like understanding the different contexts of words in those different like contexts, <laughs> context. it's important. Um, no, but but it's important, and y'all just be saying words that you don't know what they mean. It's wild to me. Like it's absolutely insane to me. We have to do an infographic of the. Oh, interview. we should. We ha- we need a big of like infographic vocabulary. What it, what the actual? Yeah, mean. like it, it just we, we have to. But one thing that I want to know, maybe there is no difference. Like I struggle with this. Is there a difference between appropriation and appreciation? And if so, what does that look like? You can appreciate me. <laughs> she sighed. But you, you can appreciate me by really like pulling up. Like, mm. and I think I've seen a lot of people who are, you know, showing that appre- appreciation appreciation this year. Like with, you know, really people being on the front lines. Right. Like if you want to show your appreciation, I need you to put your body at risk or mm. put your money where mm. your mouth is. You know, I, I need that action. I need you to be about that action. Mm. Um, and I think it's good to support our culture. And I think it's, it's honorable and noble, but I don't, we don't need, we don't need you to help. We don't need you for us to create. Right. Um, if you want to pour into us financially, spiritually, Yes, but as far as like, as far as the, like defining the line, I don't. I think the line is so blurred mm. that like, just l- let it let it alone. Let us do what we need to do. Let us create. Give us that space. Give us our credit. Right. Like if you wanna you wanna do a commercial, you wanna ah uh, ah uh, uh, give the originators their credit. Stop trying to repurpose it into something that's it's not. Right. Like that's what you can do. You can put us in spaces that we normally once were not allowed into and let us do what we do. Mm. And if you want to appreciate us, sacrifice. That means your body. That means your wallet. That means your, mm. you know, it means whatever that means to you as far as, you know, being about that action. Right. What, what about you? I think uh, I almost want to say there is no. I want to say that appreciation has nothing to do with appropriation at all. Like in terms of you appreciating us is simply saying, wow, that was amazing. Yes. Like you don't have to engage with everything that we're doing. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to ask, how can I appropriate your dance moves in a way that doesn't make you feel uncomfortable? Like, right. You shouldn't even be right. Let's just not do it. (laughs) Let's just let it, (laughs) let's leave it alone. (laughs) Like, let's just let it go. Like, like you appreciating it is liking it. Yes. Making the video, sharing it, yes. bookmark it, <laughs> comment, follow. Like you don't have to engage in it, like in the culture to appreciate it. So I feel like this question 
is like not redundant but it's just like it's possible like it doesn't have to be it it shouldn't even be a conversation like just how do you appreciate anything else how do you appreciate like people that celebrate different holidays like do are you suddenly gonna like celebrate hanukkah because you appreciate the jewish community like okay like it's just uh, it, it's almost common sense to me like the fact that we have to do an episode about this is i mean we don't have to do anything but the fact that like we can dedicate an hour epi- i guess to talking about this is like kind of wild to me just don't do it just don't i would never forget a oh, story time i would never forget when the it's the for me came out <laughs> remember that phrase yes let me tell y'all, y'all ran that to the mother f- ground. <laughs> like, ran it to the ground. Yes, child. Like, and I would never, do you remember that TikTok too? No, yes. With I, the white couple? He was like, yes. it's the big old booty for me. And the, the thing is, when I saw it come across my timeline, I thought they were being satirical. Oh, no. I thought they were, so I scrolled past it thinking like, oh, are they trying to make fun of it then i kept seeing it pop up on more timelines and i'm like y'all this for no. real like they're being for real like they yeah. they really are just trying to get in on the quote-unquote trend yeah so y'all i don't have to explain to y'all that it's the blank for me was a viral phrase for a moment um some people still use it i i just can't like it's just whitewashed in my head so i just can't um but there was this couple it's a tiktok couple and they make all tiktok like they make all couple content and they were doing a it's the blank for me challenge and their black scents are so bad like the video is so cringe like it is so so cringe and i guess he's like interpreting how he thinks we sound so he's like it's the booty for me and she's like it's the he told me i never have to work a day in my life for me and he in the back like come on now (laughs) like it's so cringe and the funny thing about it is i brought that up and told people that that's what y'all sound like when y'all use it like i've sent them the video it was like this is what you sound like and they gasped didn't they (laughs) <laughs> they, didn't, <it> was, <laughs> they didn't gas it was me a text <laughs> i can't believe this no they didn't me, gas they were just like me. yeah <laughs> not the gumdrop buttons um they were just like wow thank you for sharing this i hate i hate when white people hit me with that i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like i hate when white people say that to me wow thank you so much for sharing this and then move on to the next topic <laughs> Thank you, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, sis. Period. <laughs> like, I hate that. Don't thank my wallet. I would never, I had a rough day one day and I had to like talk about a whole bunch of racist shit. Um, and that shit's exhausting for black people. Yeah, I don't have to explain to y'all how exhausting it is. And somebody paid me. They Venmoed me. It wasn't even a really? lot. It was like ten dollars. They were like, for the day you had. Thank that you. Show, that's appreciation. That's appreciation. <laughs> like, that's appreciation. That's appreciation. Because sharing resources and like explain that shit, that, that shit's work. Like even doing this is work. It's just not yes. fun. Yeah. It's not a fun episode. This was, yeah, this was not. We were laughing, but it's. Like, it was, I got a headache. <laughs> like, I'm about to drink wine after this. It's two o'clock. 
on a Tuesday. This shit wasn't a fun topic to talk about. You like, stay outing us in these naming the day and time. I got a half day today. I'm off work. I'm off work. Okay. Well, for you. <laughs> for you. <laughs> she over here outing us all. <laughs> she said on December 28th. <laughs> 122, 45 seconds. Carmen J. Carroll. I'm weak. I am so sorry. We're at work. <laughs> it's Saturday, 3 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> whatever yeah i don't think that there's a i don't think that not that i don't think that there's a difference between appreciate appreciation and appropriation i just don't why am i trying to figure out cool ways that you can appropriate stuff yeah like, like an acceptable ways for you to appropriate stuff that's like oh you remember adele with the with the with uh the she went to the um was it jamaica was she in jamaica i don't even i think she was in the she uk was at a carnival. yeah she was at the uk carnival um and I just felt like, and we've talked about this before, but it's appropriate for this episode. I'm not going to get into the same story I told before, which was like arguing with somebody on whether it was appropriation or not. Um, why are you trying to be, <laughs> you know how people say abuse sympathizers? Why are you trying to be an appropriation sympathizer? Like, why are you trying to figure out ways that it isn't appropriating? Yes. If I am telling you that it is. Yes. Like... Stuff yes, like that lighting. is that stuff Toxic. like that is weird. Like, are you sure? Because because <laughs> I did that, and I don't think I was appropriating. <laughs> like, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? So, I have a question: If you were to see folks using AAVE in the workplace, do you say something? And if so, who do you say something to? One, I don't. And I, I, think, I think I've built like a personal boundary where I just try to speak the most perfect English. So when they do do it to me, it makes them feel uncomfortable because I'm always just mm-hmm. like, with, you know, hit them with the, huh. Um, and so, and I don't even think I report it because like I should but I, I haven't because right. I'm still finding my way and finding my voice and setting my boundaries, et cetera, et cetera. But I think I protect myself by like doing what you do. Like when they're like, thanks queen. I just hit them with the, you're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> by <Right>. your name. <laughs> like, no, that that's, that's or, or I'll subtweet. Okay. Which is probably not healthy. Who says who? I, I remember. I remember when I was in college. Some I, okay. I lied. Let me backtrack. Someone did call me sis, and I tweeted in college like, um, I tweeted something to the effect like, if you call me sis, um, it's like either it's fighting words or it's like highly offensive. It was something funny. It was more wittier than what I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of right now. But like, sis is like abusive. La- oh, that's what it was. Sis is like abusive language. So do not say it to me. <laughs> um. So I'll just subtweet, which is probably, like I said, not the most. I don't think I'm trying to think. Do I say any? Have I said anything? I have not at work. I've said it to folks who I work with after work. Like, all right, I would let's not do this anymore. And it's awkward. It's awkward, too. You know, like correcting people. It's awkward. It is awkward. And it's the reason it's been awkward for me. It's because a lot of the time, 
they genuinely don't know what they're saying. Mm. Like when I break that's down the battle. What, and that's also why you shouldn't be using it. Like <laughs> that's the part that be making me mad. <laughs> like that's half the battle. They don't even know. They like uh, for me, a lot of the times that I have explained what something means, like if I'm like, don't say that because it means X, Y, and Z, like, oh, or because it came from X community. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. So you just picked up some stuff <laughs> and ran with it. Yeah, yes. That's the part that be yes irking me. Like you just picked up something and like did a quick urban dictionary will tell you what it means. Like that's the wild part. Like this is not the seventies. Like you can literally find out what that means. What what it means, yeah. Before you start running with it. Like that has been the most irritating part for me. Like you're saying stuff. And I think it's irritating for me because I'm in such like a professional setting. Mm -hmm. Um where like I can't use those words, like I just can't, and like because somebody... you know it's inappropriate. Like you, like it's not this. There's a time and a place. Well, for me, it's not even that it's inappropriate. It's just like because it's also like what? Why is it inappropriate? Because of professionalism and like you know we already know what professionalism is. Just you know standards created by white yeah. people and whiteness, but it's only viewed inappropriate when we use it. Like that's the part that's irritating. Right. Like but, when but also there's like a time in a place. Like I guess I guess it, it does stem, but like with code switching, like I yeah, the way Everybody I talk to my family or my cousins, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna talk that way with my coworker. You know right. what I mean? That's what I mean You're by right. inappropriate. Like there's a time and a place, and settings right for this language right. And y'all um, just... and maybe and maybe that is stemmed in like you know whiteness. Why can't right. there? Why can't it be fluid? But right, just knowing who I'm surrounded by in the workplace versus who I'm surrounded by when I'm at home, like. It's just different languages. Yeah. Or the fact that we're code switching in opposite ways is like telling. Like I have to code switch from this colloquial thing to something really, really formal. But when you're coming up to me in formal settings, you're switching to what I just switched from. Right. Like that's privilege in itself. Yes. That. (laughs) Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't even have words. That's all I have. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I don't even know how to describe this, but you know what bothers me? And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. When non-Black people make it their business to point out that they know what type of hairstyle that you have instead of just being like, I like your hair. They'd be like, I love your new weave. Do not. <laughs> Why'd she sit up from the chair like that? Because... <laughs> I'm sure. No. Has that never happened to you? If it has, I've really blocked it out of my mind because mind your business. (laughs) Like, if I wanted everybody to know it was a weave, I would have announced it on my t shirt. No, Carmen, that happens to me so many times. That happened to me at school, at college. A teacher. I like your new wig. No. Okay. like I, I really i really do be blocking my energies i'm so shocked that that you don't even recall something like that happened to you that happens to me way often than i would like it to happen like why can't you just say i like your hair yeah because it is yes. mine and you yes. wouldn't do that to anybody else like i like your new uh recently touched up roots to becky <laughs> like <laughs> why would you nope 
I just like, like your clippings. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like that just no. Yeah, I'm oh my gosh. If you're listening to this, <laughs> oh my gosh. And you feel like you need to describe what kind of hairstyle I have, just no. Just like, don't. Like I'm I like sorry. your braids would suffice. Like yeah, I like your braids. Right. Like, like if locks. it's curled, I like your curls. You yeah. Know, if it's bent, yeah. I like yeah, your yeah. bantu knots. But do not point uh-uh. out what isn't mine on, on my face or on my body. Right. I like your BBL. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Susan, I love your nose job. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't make sense. Carmen, I'm so shocked that you cannot think of an example of when that's happened to you. That reminds me of that makes me uncomfortable that that's happened. You probably told this story, but that reminds me of um, when that teacher was in there touching what's her face's hair in front of the entire class. Dramatic. (laughs) This happened to us in school, (laughs) y'all. Teacher, really, the professor, not even a teacher, like we're in high school. This is someone who's like, well, teachers are educated, but this is someone in a professional college setting. Teaching an African-American studies course. Boy. Mind you not. Boy. Has said nigga in class. For for <laughs> educational purposes in front of an entire black class. Almost. My, mind it's you. Like let's, break, let's, let's, break, wait, wait, let's break this all the way down. Let's break this all the way down to like sign up for the class time. Because I think it's important to give context. We talked about how we, we have went to a PWI, predominantly white institution, for undergrad. There were about 50 folks who identified as African-American. That is not that's a lot. No exact, that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, like literally out 50 like to 60 1200. out of 1,200. Yes. Um, so when Carmen says in front of all the black students, we actually all coordinated to take this class together. That, like that's yes. how few black kids there were. Like this man actually okay. was shopping around his class. He was like, hey, I'm offering this course next semester. Like we'll love if you guys signed up, like just handing out cards about it. And we were like, What? Hell yeah, we all worked it out to take this. To class all be together. in this class. So when Carmen says all the black kids was in this class, she's we not were. exaggerating. Like probably a half to like a third of the black community at our at the school <laughs> was in this, in this class. So he is in front of the whole black class. <laughs> saying nigga <laughs> touching people touching our hair like he and not only did he touched it but he miscategorized what type of style it was he lifted it up he literally went oh yeah i can see me now he literally held it up like this and said i like your corn like braids <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Chirang. Ma, we all you heard the record scratch it said <laughs> and we all looked back at who he was touching and all of our eyes were just like are you okay <laughs> like and the important thing to note about this is like i would never forget i actually missed a part of that conversation but i turned and looked back and my friend who's white his face was as red as my fingernail like i was like oh let me start paying attention to what just happened because if the white man is uncomfortable I know some shit just went down. And that's like, that was just one instance. There's so many. Like, that uh, be its own Netflix show. That like, entire class. That entire class was wild. He tried to tell us that all people were the same. He tried to give us that. The human race. Yeah, thing. like, we're all one human race. I was like, how are you teaching an African-American course? Tell them that we're all... 
Right. And he marched with King, and that's also why he can say nigga. It's giving me really Bernie. He's giving me Bernie. It was giving Bernie back then. Yeah, because like Bernie, like he's aware that racism exists, but he's only willing to talk about it to a certain extent. Yes. And he's giving real Bernie. He was, and he kind of like looked like him a little bit. Yeah, like I'm sitting here, and Bernie Sanders taught my African American religious experience. Absolutely. (laughs) Like absolutely. And I'm proud to say that. I think I don't know. Am I? talk about it later we survived yeah we we survived survived. wow we really just switched from like gen z culture to all non-black people ever (laughs) (laughs) but if we if you talk about like as black gen z women this is our life like this is our experience yeah yeah and just because we wanted to critique our generation doesn't mean it has to stem from somewhere, right? Something. Like, it has to stem from it. something. And that man was like 70. So I know he passed down something to somebody. He'd been here for a minute. That's crazy. So you kind of touched on this already, but to sort of wrap up the episode, and I don't even know what my answer on this is, but are there, are there ways to hold people accountable about this type of stuff? Because I feel like out of all the things that Black people are going through, this is the last thing that they would want to focus on every black person is different obviously but um like out of all the things that we encounter on our day-to-day is this a topic that's worth spending our time on one thing and if so how do we hold people accountable for all of this stuff i think you said it best in like a clubhouse meeting where it's really about like you got to correct you have to correct behavior before behavior starts like you have to set Mm. ground rules and boundaries and safe spaces before anything begins anything pops off and i think that's the biggest takeaway that i've taken from all of this is that like even when you start a new job in the interview process like like we talked about in the in the last episode about like what does diversity look like in the office what type of you know like those are things that should be said before day one or during week one right um, your non-negotiables or even yeah. things that make you uncomfortable um yeah. and i think that's how accountability can start because you can say like this was something that i've you know this is not something that i'm out of the blues you know don't do don't call me sis or whatever right um this these are things that can be set but my point is this is stuff that can be set in advance mm. So mm. when it comes time to hold people accountable, they have a track record of you setting that boundary. Right. No. Um, or creating good. a safe word. I don't know. Say like big fish. And that means that you've something. <laughs> okay. Shameless plug. <laughs> big <don't> fish. <laughs> exactly. And then they know, like, I don't know. But that, my point is like create, you gotta, you gotta nip that in the bud as my mom would say. Gotta right. When they three, gotta nip that in the bud. For me, I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. That has been a topic. That has been a battle I have been willing to lose. Because (laughs) I just don't say nothing anymore. Unless you're saying nigga, I usually don't say nothing. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's not bothering you. It's just Yeah, no. That is not. It bothers me. My skin crawls. Mm. Every time. Every (laughs) time. It's not a time that it does not. (laughs) And there's a lot of time that you don't recognize that it's happening. Every. <laughs> Why are you so close to the camera? Don't. 
time because <laughs> I really want y'all to like just because a black person isn't saying anything doesn't mean that what you're doing is okay especially when you know that you're doing it because like yes. there's a lot of people that know yes what they're doing yes um and just because a black person does not say anything does not mean it is not bothering them there are a lot of things that I do not like not reprimand because that sounds like I'm somebody's parent but like hold people accountable for mm-hmm. just because like I'm tired and you don't know who the hell I had to talk to prior to this like prior to this day and outside of like stuff like this just everyday life like I'm just not always in the mood to be holding people accountable for shit that they shouldn't be doing like right so I might have been having a great day and I just don't want to go there but I just <laughs> I don't <laughs> like out of all the in the grand scheme of things this is like the least important to me to to, yeah, to like yeah to like we're here trying to survive yeah. a pandemic that's killing us more than any other race and yeah. also just pure racism yeah like yeah like there's just so like <laughs> there's just so much on our plate so much on our plate and like gen z not fucking with black people the way they should but still in our culture is like it's bothersome it is i would be lying if i said it isn't that's why we're doing an episode on it like it, it bothers me enough to want to talk about it but to nip it in the bud every single time i see it that's a lot of work yeah no, but yeah i think when i say nip it in the bud that means before it starts it should be over yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. if you have to multiple like multiple times nip it in the bud that's an issue yeah yeah um, but yeah. I will say, are there any folks that, like, this, I don't know if this is going to be controversial, but, like, for me, it also depends. Like, when we had the conversation prior about, like, who created these words and what queer communities create created these words, that also informs me of who I'm holding accountable. Like, my queer friends, um, I, I don't police their usage of AAVE because a lot of AAVE is also queer vernacular. Um so like I don't black queer vernacular because I feel like isn't it stemming from black (laughs) queer vernacular yeah that's also a thing but it's also like I think it gets sticky when like I'm policing other queer folks who are probably more embedded in queer culture than I am like Mm. like when you think like when you think about like the AVE that we're discussing a lot of this a lot of the queer black vernacular that Carmen's talking about came from house culture like ball culture um and there are folks who are way more embedded in that culture than I am for right. me to be like, no, no, no. But you're not black though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I just like so for so me, okay. I'm just like really strict on folks who are even then, like I don't even know if I can put a but like, I feel like, line on that. Yeah. Cause it really varies by person also. Like Yeah. Because, like, there's just certain people that I know who are queer, not black, and not a part of the culture at all. Does that give me the right to police them? Like, I don't want to use the word police. I hate police. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Does that give me the right to um, question? Correct. Yeah, and correct um, their usage of these words. I can't believe I just said police, like, three times. <laughs> you can bleep this out. Sponsored by. I know. <laughs> These are very tough questions, though. Like, these are very tough questions because I, I feel like for me, it's just like it, it comes from the queer communities and they have they definitely have their own culture. But I feel like it, a lot of it stems from black culture, too. Like yeah. black mothers, black fathers, you yeah. know. And um, we also got to think about the people that were actually a part of ball culture. It was a lot of 
Latinx black people. Yeah. So it's like now <laughs> do I uh, I don't know if you hold correct. all Asian queer people accountable. <laughs> So I don't like, know. Yeah. Like you said, that's not our job. Yeah, unless, y'all, <laughs> unless y'all are putting me on payroll, and I'll yeah, let that's y'all not know. Our job. That is not what I get paid. Not for in my job description. To, to just to know these lines. Th- if you needed a sign, this episode was your sign. <laughs> Someone is dropping off a package. Am I yeah, I'm expecting a package right now. Um, yeah, no, I agree. So, what does holding people accountable look like for appropriating? I really depend. I, in my opinion, it really depends on the person, and also how they're appropriating, what they're appropriating, like. The, why the fact that we have to create guidelines on this is insane but that i didn't like this episode this episode actually just made me Neither mad did I. yeah i didn't like this episode Neither at all isn't this isn't this the pre what is it called when it's like not the season finale oh the the i don't know something the pre-season there's a there's a name for it i forgot there's a season finale and then there's like the season pre-finale or something like that but this, well, is, this is our it. season pre-finale, y'all. <laughs> this is season, season one is almost over. Season it's been such a great over. ride. Oh, and I'm so, so excited. And I can't wait for season two. Yeah, season two will be bigger and better. Season one, we're almost wrapped. I do believe we have one or two episodes left. Um, and I'm excited because I want that to be the best one yet. Yes. Um, we're not trying to correct y'all. We're not trying to. We're tired no. of this conversation. Yeah, we're tired of this conversation. We'll probably end the season on something fun, a little lighthearted. Um, but yeah, thanks for rocking with us this episode. Super excited that we can continue to see well y'all can see us we can't see y'all but so excited that y'all can continue to see us and see us laugh and see us vibe out um y'all already know what to do like comment subscribe hit the little bell thing so you get notification every time we drop a video which is every other tuesday 9 a.m est and we'll see you guys in two weeks bye be safe y'all